Now, when we get to the first book of Chronicles, we find a book that's fucking bizarre and interesting. A huge list of chronologies of men and women that lived in the earth in the past. Now, we might think, this is boring. Why do we read this? Well, there's several reasons. One is, the Bible is a book that men and women will read forever and ever, always and forever. And so it's really cool. If you think about, like here, it says, um, it says Boaz, Obed, Jesse, and then it lists David. So it's really cool because you can learn these names like Hezron and Hadad. And these are men and women. Many of them, maybe all, are men and women that might be given everlasting life. But actually, certainly not all of them. When we read chapter 1, verse 2, it reads, Adam, Sheth, Enosh, Kenan, Mahalaleel, Jared. Immediately you find something interesting. They spelled Jared wrong, I think. I think it's a J-A-R-E-D name. I'm going to go look in the book of Genesis right now. But that's not the most interesting thing. The most interesting thing that we'll find when we consider this is the name Mahalaleel. And that's extremely important. Because the name Mahalaleel is really similar to the name Elijah. There's Elijah the Tishbite, he's a false prophet, and there's Elijah the prophet who lived at the same time. And God talks about them both in the Bible very clearly about who is who. So this man, Mahalaleel, um, is a man that lived a long time ago. Yeah, Jared was spelled with an A. So they, they spelled a name wrong. And Jared, fifth from Adam, is the false prophet written of in the book of Revelation, chapter 13. And chapter 19, same man. He's bad. And so since then, he's been claiming to be men of other names. Now among the angels, this confuses the angels because if I say this man's name is Mahalaleel, there's an angel named Mahalaleel. And if I say Mahalaleel is bad, they don't know if it's the false prophet or the angel. There's a somewhat righteous angel named Mahalaleel and these angels will often try to go murder him because they're confused. And they don't try to kill the false prophet who was extremely bad. So already you can see when Israel keeps chronicles, they start spelling names wrong. And they don't mention who Mahalaleel is. Neither in the uh, book of Genesis or in the first book of Chronicles. Mahalaleel is one of the most dangerous enemies that the world has ever seen. And soon he'll live in the earth in the flesh. It might be a little bit later than you think, but in the next decades he'll be in the earth and you'll probably see his stupid face. Then later... Um, in this book, we see a lot of the descendants of David. So we start to see a lot of men and women that are named. And so for these men and women that will have everlasting life, this is cool. They're like, my name's in the Bible. They can look in here and they can find the sons of Ju uh, Judah. And here's Asher. Here's Shelah. Here's just different names. Uh, Shimon. Um, Kenaz. Shimei. Okay, there's all these cool names. But if you go back to uh, chapter 1, verse 2, there's a name Mahalaleel. He will not have everlasting life like us. He'll burn in the lake of fire and brimstone forever and ever. Because he's a stupid dumb fuck that claims to be God. He's the false prophet. So you're like, all right, this is kind of cool. There's some cool stuff. Yeah, you, some men and women have their name written in the Bible. And that's really cool. They probably really enjoy that. It's kind of like if someone wrote a song with your name in it. Even if you didn't like the song, you probably think it's cool that your name's in it.
And some of these names are still common baby names in the world, and that's cool. Names like David or Joshua. I don't know if Joshua's in here, probably is. I don't remember all the names. So when we consider what's written in the book of uh, Chronicles, what you're going to find is there's a bunch of genealogies, and then it goes right into um, some stuff about war. David. Right into David. And so it goes into the kings. And so when you read about this, it's kind of an interesting retelling that tells a little bit more or a little bit differently. And the question is, is this the same thing that happened? Or is the Chronicles written by, is it written by Israel or is it written by God? And the answer is, they're already writing it bad right at the beginning. Chronicles might be a not accurate retelling of what happened. And the problem is, that's not a problem. Because as far as I know, everything written in the book of Chronicles happened exactly as it is written. But you can see that men and women have tried to change God's word since before the time of the kings, which are written in the Chronicles. So when we read the first book of Chronicles and the second book of Chronicles, it really only makes sense when we know who we're reading about and if we know the book of 1 Kings, excuse me, 1 Samuel, 2 Samuel, 1 Kings, and 2 Kings. We need to know those books and those stories. The book of Chronicles, 1 Chronicles, will make no sense to you if you haven't really memorized 1 Kings, 2 Kings, 1 Samuel, and 2 Samuel. If you haven't memorized the previous parts of the Bible, Chronicles will make no sense to you, and you'll probably skip it. Even if you start reading it, you probably won't finish. And what's more important is if you don't know the names in Chronicles, you probably won't understand the rest of the Bible. You need to know a lot about the book of 1 Chronicles. And what we really need to know is that there are clear writings about things. 1 Chronicles chapter 25, verse 1. It reads, Moreover, David and the captains of the host separated to the service of the sons of Asaph and of Heman and of Jeduthun, yes, there's a man named Heman, who should prophesy with harps and psalteries and with cymbals, and the number of the workmen according to their service was, and then there's a list. This is a clear, clear, clear um thing that happened what they what did they do they separated these men and it separated their service and you can read it and see who the men were and how it was separated and then david did something stupid they cast lots so i want to tell you what casting lots is now whenever a dice falls you might think it's completely random and maybe it is but god can make that dice roll any way he wants at any time But men that don't um, want to trust God, that want an alternative to God, they do something called divination. And they're hoping if they throw tea leaves down, dice, dominoes, or anything with numbers or letters on it, runes, Ouija boards, they might be looking for any alternative to to what God says. So how could they separate these men into... um, different groups they could just ask these men what do you want to do do you want to do the harp but for david he wanted to control something 
So he's like, all of you men are with the harp. And they're like, how do you know? He's like, oh, I'll roll a dice. Tea leaves or whatever the fuck they did. So they did this thing called casting lots. Maybe they threw coins down, wooden nickels or something. And they're like, well, face up, it's harps. Face down, it's psalteries. And they fucking flipped a coin. I mean, like, oh, fuck, psalteries. None of us want that. You know, we wanted harps or whatever. They're like, fuck, we wanted symbols. We didn't want either one of those two things. So they just fucking cast lots and then force people to do something they don't want to do. So when we talk about a clear separation, uh, in this case, of um, these men, according to the word of God written in the Holy Bible, King James Version, in First Chronicles chapter 25, what we're doing is we're talking about things that actually happened. And you can see things... Oh. Uh, that are um, really interesting. One is what they did, who was involved, and also how they did it. And in this case, they did something they should never have done. They cast lots. Now, how did they do it? Ward against ward. What are wards? It's, it's like retarded witchcraft. It's where they draw something on the ground and pretend to keep spirits away. It's like, well, let's do it, but not do spirits. Let's cast lots to the devil to Belial, to Ashtaroth. So they, they did something really bad. That's 1 Chronicles chapter 25, verse 8. So as we go through all of this, you can see things that actually happened and a lot of are things that they very specifically did that only make sense if you have uh, knowledge and understanding. So we need to know what lots are. That's when they do random like rolls of the dice or a flip of a coin, hoping that a, you know, a god or a demon or a divination spirit will do will make it fall a certain way and then they warded so they were like we only want certain spirits not other spirits or they that maybe they did a ward where they're like well we'll do a ward where it's just the devil like well we don't want just the devil we want the devil and some demons but not all so they did like demon wards or something probably i mean this is probably what they did i mean it's just fucking embarrassing and so when you read through all of this we can see again in chapter 28 david assembled all the princes of israel the princes of the tribe. So what does he do? He gets all the fucking rich, like, yuppies t together. And he's like, everyone who's got clean clothes, we're going to... He's like, hear me, my brethren and my people. Who did he not gather? The poor? See, we expect King David to be righteous at all times. But at this time, he's like, I only want the rich men. And he's like, you're my people. And he ignored the poor. And then he talks about what God said. And so David says, but God said unto me, thou shalt not build a house for my name. That's Solomon's temple because thou hast been a man of war and has shed blood. I'll tell you right now, we don't know if God actually said that. It might've been similar. I think David was complaining that he didn't get to build it. Probably the reason he couldn't build it is because of the sin with Uriah the Hittite and Bathsheba. And so it says here, David gave to Solomon, the, his son, the pattern of the porch, probably because David was trying to control something. Now, hopefully it was a good pattern, but hopefully even better, Solomon, hopefully it was made better with the way God wanted it, not the way David wanted it. And so when we go through First Chronicles, you can see there's some real problems in Israel. Even David has, has some problems. And... Uh,
when we read Chronicles, we, we want to consider the things that they did wrong, including the second book of Chronicles. And that's next.